thanks for joining with us on this Sabbath. I don't know if you can hear in the background, but we are in a major thunderstorm right now. Um, it's crazy. I've got Joey Jack Russell with me down here. He's like a nervous wreck <laughs> during these storms. <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, he seems to be a bit calmer down in the studio than he is uh, on the upper decks as we're down here in the basement. But uh, we're going to press forward. We're going to talk about seems like the last. When you come to the place where you think, this is it. <laughs> you know, This is the end. How do I get past this moment? And the reason why I'm sharing this is because we are pressing in on the edge of the miraculous. And I don't know where you're at today. But I just want to plant seeds of faith that we will believe Yehovah for such a mighty outpouring of his spirit. So, you know, we're just going to get ready uh, to really press in here and, uh, you know, just open up the scriptures and just keep things simple. But, you know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. And, you know, isn't it amazing uh, the the life-changing words that we receive from Yehovah. You know, sometimes you think it's got to be this great theological download that's going to transform your life. Never forget uh, sitting with my dad one time when he was uh, just going through the scriptures where he, he shared with me how he used to believe in replacement theology before he understood the purpose of, for Israel uh, versus the purpose for the church and what those differences were to him from a theological perspective. And I remember, you know, I was I was brought up with a heart for Israel, praying for Israel, um, you know, from that perspective within Christianity. But he gave me this book, this theological book, and he said, this is the book that changed my uh, viewpoint of replacement theology. And when I read it, I'm like, I, I had no idea. I couldn't understand a single word that was written on the pages of this book. It was so deep. It was so in-depth. And I'm like, I have no idea what this book's talking about. Man, this is, this, is, uh, <laughs> this is on another level that I couldn't understand when I was like 14 years old, 15 years old, thinking, wow, if that's what it took you to get there, then praise the name of Yeshua. But here's the reality. Many times... We can receive a word, and it's so simple, yet those words are life-changing, you know? And, uh, you know, when Yeshua says, come follow me, he didn't say, here's your 26 steps to following me. He just gave a command. And the question is, are we going to walk in obedience and follow in the steps of Yehovah? And uh, anyway, so we're going to dive in. Welcome, Russell, in the UK. Good to see you. Um, let's just dive into prayer, and then we're just going to go to the Word. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Hope you are blessed and encouraged. Father, we thank you for this day. Thank you, Father, for wisdom by your Ruach HaKodesh. We thank you, Father, your Word says wisdom is a free gift. It's not about what we work for. It's that we come and partake from your table. And as we come round and just share a short word uh, tonight, we ask you, Father, to open our eyes, open our ears. Will you bring transformation to our hearts today? Where we can see by the Spirit, where we can hear by the Spirit. Father, forgive us when we're so full of what we see in the natural that we respond and how we respond in the natural. Deliver us so that we can be connected by the Spirit, that we can see signs, wonders, and miracles in and through our lives. We give you permission uh, to speak to us, to direct our steps tonight in Yeshua's name. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Praise Yehovah. All right, so listen, we're going to start in Psalm 34. Just want to read a couple of scriptures there, and then we're going to go to 1 Kings chapter 17. Um, in verse <laughs> In verse 6, it says, This poor man called, and Yehovah heard him. He saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of Yehovah encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. Hallelujah. Taste and see that Yehovah is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Fear Yehovah, you his saints. For those who fear him lack nothing. 
The lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who seek Yehovah lack no good thing. Come, my children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of Yehovah. Whoever of you loves life and desires to see many good days, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking lies. Turn from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. Hallelujah. So, you know, look, I'm not going to read this whole scripture. This is not our focus tonight. But this poor man called out and Yehovah heard him. He saved him out of all of his troubles. The angel of Yehovah encamps around those who fear him and he delivers them. It is time for us to get to the place where we taste and see that Yehovah is good. What What's your expectation today? You know, are you just... You know, uh, do you have Yeshua in your backpack? Are you just carrying him along with you? Or are you inviting him into every element of your being? I want to be born again of the Spirit. It's no longer I that live, but it's the Messiah living in me. And yes, we will face challenges every single day. Yes, our faith walk will be challenged. Do you really believe the confession of your mouth. It's not just about what you say, but it's about how we live. So what do we see about the fear of the Lord? And I just want you to get a hold of that. Come, my children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of Yehovah. Whoever of you loves life and desires to see many good days, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking lies. Turn from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. We are called to seek the word of Yehovah. Why? His word is shalom. His word is peace. Amen? So how are we going to taste and see that Yehovah is good? Are we taking refuge in him? You know, you might find that you're continually at the place of trials, that you're continually at the place of trouble. And depending on your lifestyle and your walk, that doesn't necessarily mean a bad thing. If you are out walking the walk of faith, you know, you might face turmoil, trouble, trials for months, 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 years, years, years. Why? You're pressing in. You're saying, I am not living to the flesh. I am not living to the old man. I'm going to press in no matter what it costs. And, you know, there might be a huge cost to pay, a high price to pay to press in with all of the assignments of the enemy coming against you saying, we don't want you to experience the victory in Yehovah. But, you know, I I want you to know something. Our God is able and you can taste and see that he is good. Hallelujah. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. So tonight, we want to just look at some of the areas of the miraculous and the areas of blessing. But we understand that if the word of Yehovah, if the scriptures are your final authority, you will see the manifestation of the kingdom show up and bring deliverance. Do you believe that? Do you really believe that? Do you believe that the source of your deliverance is from Yehovah? Or do you think you're the source? Do you believe that Yehovah is able to carry you through? Do you believe that he can do it? Are you reliant on Yehovah doing it? You know, there's an interesting scripture. I think, let me just see. I think I had that on one of my scroll pages a minute ago. Uh, I was just looking at uh, some scriptures there. Yeah, 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 8. A very interesting scripture. It says, Anyone who does not provide for their relatives, and especially for their own household, has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. What an interesting scripture that we see Paul putting in 1 Timothy chapter 5. But the reason it's there is people were like, Yeshua's coming, so I don't need to work. I don't need to do anything. I don't need to apply myself. I'm just going to sit back. I'm just going to have my 24-7 prayer meetings. I'm just going to stay in my Bible all day. And I'm just waiting for the coming of the Messiah. (laughs) And, you know, this was a challenging word. Anyone who doesn't provide for their relatives and for their own household has denied the faith. You know, don't go sitting on the hill with your white sheet waiting for the Messiah to return. When he comes, 
May you be found in the harvest fields doing the work of Yahovah. We are all called to lead. We're all called to work. <laughs> We're all called to be effective for our salvation. When our Messiah returns, I want him to find me at work for the purpose of his kingdom. So, you know, as, as we come back to these scriptures, we see so often from the place of poverty, incredible miracles. What about the the woman who gave such a small coin in the offering and everyone's like shunning the amount, but she gave more than even the richest people in the assembly. Why? Because she gave all that she had. Her trust, her hope was in Yehovah. She gave more than anyone because it's not it's not what you give, it's what you hold back. You know, you know, we're not called just to tip the 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 Father. That's not what we're called to do. We're called to uh, uh, bless Yehovah. We're we're called to sacrificially give to make a difference. It's not just about money either. It's about our time. You might not have a lot of resources. So how are we using our time to bring transformation in the kingdom of Yehovah? So verse six: the poor man, this poor man, talking about David. And he called and Yehovah heard him. And this is what I want us to get, the importance of calling on the name of Yehovah. So don't call on Yehovah and then try and work out all your own problems and all your own situations. Are you truly walking in faith? Listen, let me tell you something. You can fake being a Christian. That's why I am done with religion. I am not subscribed to religion. I'm walking in relationship with a mighty God. And, you know, you might think that sometimes, you know, I might say some stuff pretty offensive towards the religious direction, you know, of how certain people might go through the motions. I'm not following Judaism. I'm not following Messianic Judaism. I'm not walking down a a Catholic Christianity, Protestant Catholic Christianity, Protestant Evangelical. I'm not walking down those roads. Why? Because they are not preaching the gospel of the kingdom. They're not laying the foundation down that I see in the scripture. They're preaching a completely alternative gospel. You know, there's so many places that uh, around the world that are being filled up with tens of thousands of people. You know, come as you are, you know. Uh, you know, they, they don't deal with the sin factor within the life. They just want you to come and receive the blessings from Yehovah. There's so many places that the requirement is not even to be born of the Spirit and to repent of your sins. We're just so glad you're here, you know. We're not going to challenge you on your sin. We're not going to challenge you on your walk. But as we go through our devotion time, we want to align our hearts and align our will with the Father. Why? Because the new covenant, what does it do? It takes the instructions of Yehovah, the ketubah, his commands, and it's written on our heart. That's why before Moses, no one wrote anything down. You didn't have to have a written order because it was spoken. It was uh, it was attached to your heart. It was your way of life. It's your walk. We are all meant to self-govern. You know, as unto Yehovah. So when you work for someone, you don't really work for them. You work for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. So if your boss in the natural is not there, your work and how you and how you work isn't going to change because your true boss is there all the time. So do we recognize the reality of Yehovah within our lives? Do we recognize the omnipresence of our mighty God? He is here. And, you know, I, I'm challenged on this on many occasions. You know, sometimes I take note in days and, uh, you know, in, in seasons of my life. You know, I say, wow, if I look at my actions, if I look at uh, how I'm operating, am I really operating in a way that lines up that I'm truly accepting the omnipresence of a mighty God? You know? Uh, you know, am I walking right? Am I acting right? Am I thinking right? You know, am I taking the thoughts ca- captive? Am I dealing with all of the, the challenges of the sinful nature? 
and we all know what they are. How, how do we handle them? And, you know, we've talked over these few days on, on the importance of, you know, meditating on the Scripture. Let's not just come to devotion and read the Scriptures and then uh, walk away and forget about it. And then you're just so busy with your day. You know, how many times within an hour are you saying, you know, Father, I just want to talk to you about that word that we're just talking about today. I want to talk to you a little bit more about this. Just speak to me. Harima Sotoko. I'm just going to pray in the Spirit over this portion of Scripture. I'm Taste and see that Yehovah is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in me. Maybe I'm just going to sit on that verse for the next two hours. Taste and see. Can I recall moments where I've truly tasted from you? What are those moments? And, you know, can I meditate on those moments? Today, um, seven years ago, my father passed away um, from liver failure. And, uh, you know, just celebrating his life and just thinking, you know, how much I miss having him around, the calls that we had, the love that he had uh, for our family, and his leadership within the family was amazing. And, you know, I was just thinking about the times of the of fellowship, you know, where, where I would share with him what the Ruach HaKodesh is revealing to me, what the Spirit is saying to me, and we'd, we'd talk on scriptures, and, you know, he'd be coming more from a Baptist theological perspective, and I might be coming from a different angle, but even in the midst of all of that, I just saw how the Father would bring us together in so many places within scripture. But, you know... We, it wasn't that we were eye to eye on everything. No, there was some some places where there was quite a big divide when it came to the Hebraic uh, foundation of the faith. You know, it wasn't always, uh, you know, on agreeance, but we were able to work through the scriptures. We were able to taste. We were able to receive revelation. And I love some of the nuggets that came forth from my dad as he would share and uh, you know I didn't just see what he said I saw how he lived the very reason my entire world got supernaturally transformed you know as as a child you know I was brought up in a house of love man the presence of Yehovah was strong in the house because all around us was communities filled with evil filled with sins filled with uh, you know so much trouble, darkness. And my dad was in this village in Scotland that he was uh, ministering in, and Buckhaven and Fife, and just a small fishing village. But let me tell you something there was alcoholism, there was crime, there was drug abuse, there was all those different things. And his ministry was so impacting that the police and the entire community had to stand to attention because of all of the people who were being saved and transformed. The the youth movement that was happening, uh, the creative arts when he would hire the theaters and put on full productions with entire, you know, large teams and preach the gospel. Hundreds of people coming to Messiah in Scotland. It was amazing. I was in that house of love. Then I'd go to a friend's house from school I'd walk in it's alcohol abuse and you know you know my friend's dad's trying to smash up his mother and you're jumping over the couch flying through a window trying to get through a hedge and all stuff trying to get away so you don't get beaten up but I got to go home and sleep in a house of peace my friends had to stay within those hostile environments they were moments when I could sit back and taste and see that Yehovah is good. Oh, Father, thank you. I can rest in a home of peace. That was a blessing. And that's what something I saw in my childhood. I went through a series of rebellion against uh, Yehovah and against my parents' ministry. I went through my identity crisis at nine years old. And I'll never forget my mom just saying, I'm praying for you. You know, God has a purpose for your life. You are special before him. And I am praying for you. You know... And there I am, acting like hell, like the devil himself, demon-possessed, like a crazy maniac, involved in crime, smoking, drinking, from nine years old. From nine years old to 11. And then I got radically transformed, radically saved, because I recognized the encounter of a living God. 
Anyway, I'm not here to share that testimony tonight, but I just wanted to say, taste and see that Yehovah is good. Just take a note of places where you've truly tasted of Yehovah. When you've seen the miraculous, have you ever been supernaturally healed? Never forget the day when I had shingles, um, all the bubbles coming out my side and everything, and I'm in the south of Spain, I'm, I'm fevering, I'm in agony, and I not long met Haley in Spain, and we'd been out horse riding the day before, and we're I'm like, gallop, just gallop. Man, I couldn't take the pain in my nerve system. <laughs> it was so bad. Then the next day, I was in uh, like my camper van uh, near where Haley's house was on the countryside in Spain. And uh, she got up in the morning. It was just in our devotion. And the Ruach HaKodesh spoke to her, said, if you go and don't say anything, just lay hands on Kenny's side, he will be supernaturally healed. And she just came over to uh, the the hill where I was parked and, and I was sleeping in the camper. And she came over and she said, I'm, I'm not here to say anything. And she just said, I, I'm just going to pray for you. And she just laid hands on this whole blister area. And in that day, the entire blister from this oozing, pussing, gooey mess, agony... It shriveled up and died and all pain left, you know, by five, six o'clock at night. And the scab just fell off. <laughs> it was a supernatural miracle. Oh, I was tasting and seeing that Yehovah is good. He is blessing me. He is delivering me. Yeshua is my healer. Do you know who the Father is to you? Do you know who Yeshua is to you? Are you tasting? Are you partaking from his table? What are you partaking from? Are you just going through the motion of religion? Are you just thinking it's about getting back to the Hebrew roots and, well, I've just got to know more. I've got to learn more. What I used to believe, I don't believe. Now I'm learning. And you can be so caught up in trying to educate yourself in the things of the Scripture that you can miss the relationship that the Father wants you to be walking in. And, you know, let me tell you something. When you've got the Holy Spirit dwelling within you, when you really know how to pray in the Spirit and seek first His kingdom and seek His face, the revelations that will come forth will be so powerful. You know, you can save 40 years of learning just by learning how to hear the voice of Yehovah. And that's what I want to encourage you with. I want to encourage you to that place that our expectations will be high, that we will come to that place where it doesn't matter about your position in society. This poor man, why is David saying this poor man? He is being hammered on every side. You know, it's not exactly, you know, a great day for him at this time. You know, it's not talking about financial uh provision it's not talking about those things listen i know many rich people driving sports cars having big houses and the mo the most miserable people you've ever met they're poor of heart so your riches is found in who we are in the spirit and you know what's david saying this poor man he's he's like he he's seeking ways to sing his way through the pain and the difficulty. So the words of Yehovah that are spoken over his life will manifest. They'll manifest. And what I like about David is how real he is. You know, he doesn't kick back and, well, you know, I'm just naming it and claiming it, brother. You know, I'm not going to speak anything negative. If I speak anything negative, I'm going to lose my miracle. Let me tell you something. You are not going to lose your miracle if you speak negative. You can, you can speak what's truth before your God and you can ask him to bring forth deliverance. This poor man called and Yehovah heard him. He saved him out of all his troubles. <laughs> he is tasting and seeing that Yehovah is good. Why? Because He's not just trying to live through life and saying, Okay, Yehovah, help me. Help me get through life. You are not on this planet just to get through life. So why are you here? You are here to fulfill the will and purpose that Yehovah uh, put you on this earth to fulfill. So do you know your calling? Do you know your destiny? 
Because don't just go through the motions and try and apply the principles to anything that you want to do. You know, you might be working a job that's your choice. It might not even be the will of Yahovah. You might have married someone that's your choice. It's not the will of Yahovah. You might find yourself in a city, in a town, in a place where you live that's not the will of Yahovah. The question is, how did you get to where you are? You've got to assess the roots of what took you there. And, you know, when Yeshua said, come follow me, like I said a minute ago, he, d- he didn't get 25 points on what come follow me looks like. No, trust. Come follow me. Yeshua didn't sit down and try and convince him. He just turned and walked away. Well, who is this guy? What do you mean, come follow me? Come follow me? But there was something that was drawing them. Something that the authority that was coming forth from the voice of Yeshua was so powerful. What's drawing you in your walk of faith? What's drawing you? Is it the words of the Ruach HaKodesh? Is the Spirit speaking to you? Is he aligning you? Are you allowing yourself to be aligned in accordance with his will and purpose? Oh, this is a great day. This is a great day. You know, verse 4, it says in Psalm 34, I sought Yehovah and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. <laughs> you know, this is like one of the foundational things that you need to be delivered of before you start to see the victory. If you're full of fear, you're not going to see the promises of Yehovah. You're not. Why? Fear is the opposite of faith. When fear... <laughs> gives birth to its child. It's the child called terror. You know, that's the extent of fear. That's where it ends up. That's the evil place that fear ends up. It's the opposite of faith. It's the opposite of walking in the blessings and the promises of Yehovah. So do you fear? And and it's okay to be real. You know, because what's David say? I sought Yehovah. He answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. I have fear. That's what he was saying. I'm full of fear. I don't understand the situation. I don't understand what's before me. But Father, I'm calling on your name and I'm asking for deliverance. And I speak right now over every single person listening and watching. I break the spirit of fear in Yeshua's name. Why? Because there's a day coming when you are going to be engaged in battle like Gideon. 30,000 come out and the Father says, just say to them, if you've got fear, go home. He didn't say, if you've got fear, step forward and, and receive the counsel of Yahovah. I'm going to pray over you. You're going to be supernaturally delivered of that spirit and fear. No, 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 no. That is not the place to go through counseling and go through deliverance. Why? We're on the battlefield. We've not got time to counsel you on the battlefield. So this is something we need to do prior to the battles. So if you're uh, signing up for the battle and you're full of fear and it's on the edge of the battle, let me tell you something. Go home. This is not boot camp. We're about to go in to the war with the army of Yehovah. If you've got time to go through boot camp, you'll get that spirit of fear kicked out of you. You know, the devil wants to wear you down over and over and over to the place where Your heart is filled with fear, but you can say no in Yeshua's name. I will seek Yehovah. He will answer me. He will bring me through. Oh, hallelujah. Well, let me tell you something. You know, we're going to do 1 Kings chapter 17. Maybe that's tomorrow that we're going to look at that. I just want to keep on this vein on the importance of what I just, uh, I'm being directed by the Spirit to speak on right now. So take note. And, you know, I'm giving you homework right now. That's what we're doing here. Listen, if you're just watching for entertainment, oh, you know, oh, that was a good word. That was great. Listen, don't bother watching. You know, go go watch Netflix. But if you're serious about growing in Yehovah, then I encourage you, take notes. Ask the Father during our times together, what is the word? What's the key thing that he is saying to you? And what, what I'm sensing by the Spirit is the importance of this taste and see that Yehovah is good. That you record and you meditate the places where you've seen the victory. How many victories have you seen? How many victories have you seen? One of the most incredible moments of my walk with Yehovah 
has to be when I see those who are suicidal being delivered. And I've seen, you know, a good number of suicidal people in the place of no hope. This is it. I've come to the end. And that's why when we go out on evangelism and Livingstone Torah Outreach events, we're always interceding. Father, for those who are suicidal, bring them across our paths. May we bring the hope of Yeshua. Don't let them kill themselves. Their lives are precious. They're valuable. Bring us across the path of the brokenhearted that are suicidal. When you look in the eyes of someone who's so desperate, they feel like they can't take it, they can't live anymore, and you watch the Holy Spirit bring supernatural deliverance, man, you're tasting and seeing that he is good. You're tasting and seeing. One day the father woke me up in the middle of the night, and I lived in uh, Bagshot Lee uh, next to Aldershot in England, and I wake up, you know, in the early hours of the morning and the Ruach HaKodesh says, go to London, Trafalgar Square. There's a guy with a green jacket. He's come to Trafalgar Square to say, God, reveal yourself to me or I'm going to kill myself. I can't take it anymore. He actually, many people who are suicidal will take that last walk and say, just maybe there's a God. Just maybe there's an answer. Because they're still full of fear over the area of suicide, over taking their lives. But, they, you know, they've lost all hope. And I'm arguing with the Holy Spirit. What, what are you talking about? I don't live in London. What do you mean get up and go to Trafalgar Square? That's a 30, 40-minute drive into London from where I'm living. And it's the middle of the night, you know. So I'm arguing with the Holy Spirit. But I knew clearly it was a word. And, you know... I knew that the father said, I'm calling you, go. I'm like, can't you dial a local number? Can't you find someone round the corner? You know, it's cold, it's raining. You know, I ended up putting my jeans over my PJs, man. I'm like, you know, I'm I'm going in protest. Okay, I'm going, but I'm tired. It's the middle of the night. And I get there, I drive in the rain, and I, I'm praying in the Spirit all the way there. I'm not, I'm not uh, debating the Word. I'm not saying this is stupid, this Word is not true. No, I'm praying in the Spirit. I'm already in motion. I'm already moving forward. I'm going, I'm not going to waste my fuel money. <laughs> I believe in the Word of Yehovah. Do you believe in His Word? Do you believe in His voice as He speaks to you? You know... We have got to get to that place where we truly believe when he speaks. How, how do our hearts become hard? And how do we get to the place where we're like, Father, I, you know, I don't know your voice. What are you saying to me? I used to hear your voice. Now I don't hear your voice. Why? Because so many times he's been speaking to you and you're, you're not listening. You're blocking him out. So the Ruach HaKodesh is a gentleman. He's going to step back. And say, okay, you, you don't want to hear from me. Oh, you might be praying before man. Oh, God, I need you. I need your voice. Speak to me. Brass. The heavens are brass. So what needs to be aligned within our life? You know, sometimes you can be experiencing that dark place where you're not hearing from heaven. It doesn't mean you're in sin. But we have to check our lives And we have to ask the question where we stand. So I drive to Trafalgar Square. I get to Trafalgar Square in the wee small hours of the night. And I drive and I just park the car. It's, you know, on the one-way system. There's no parking, you know, obviously. I just pull over to the side. And there's this guy with a green jacket. I just get out of my car. I walk straight up to him. And I just look him straight in the face and I said, God sent me. He told me to come and tell you, you don't have to kill yourself. You've said, God, reveal yourself to me or I'm going to kill myself. He sent me all the way here tonight to tell you, you don't have to die. You are precious. God loves you. Oh, man, you've never seen anything like it. When looking into the eyes of this, uh, you know, 30 plus year old man. All of a sudden, from that place of darkness, a hope starts to rise as tears start pouring down his face. He didn't say, how do you know this? Let's talk about 
prophecy. Let's break this. He fell on his knees. I didn't have to say to him, pray this prayer after me. I didn't have to say to him, you know, anything. He just fell on his knees, started repenting of his sins and was supernaturally transformed. He was delivered. He was set free in the middle of the night. Taste and see that Yehovah is good. What testimonies do you have? What testimonies do we have where we see the glory of Yehovah? I'll never forget uh, 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 international ministry leader in Washington, D.C. Or I was in Washington, D.C., had a heart attack, was dying. And, you know, I'm with all these international leaders. Everyone's praying the Spirit and all that. And the Holy Spirit says, shut the people up and prophesy. I'm like, you have no idea who's in this room. This is not the people that you say shut up to. So this little Scottish guy from the outbacks of Scotland stands up and I just said, shut up. They're all sharamasi praying in the spam. Shut up. And I walk over to this guy who's like deaf, warmed up, gray. They put a jacket on him. He's lying on the sofa. He's, he's, he's checking out. He's had a massive heart attack. He's checking out. You know, you can, you can just see it all over him. And the Holy Spirit says, say this to him. Stay down and die and you are not ready to meet me, says the Lord. Or you can rise up now and get things dealt with in your life and repent. And I'll heal you. But stay down, you're, you're, you're coming. You're not coming to well done, my good and faithful servant. But you've got the choice. What do you want to do? Stay down? Is that the, is that the welcome you want? Not, not well done, my good and faithful servant. But the judgment of Yehovah... Or you get up, receive the healing of Yehovah, and repent. His hand comes over and he gets hold of the jacket. Someone goes to help him. I said, don't you dare touch him. Don't you t if he gets up, he gets up by himself. And then what happens is he turns. And he gets his leg. His leg comes down. He's in his 80s. His leg comes down. And he starts to maneuver. He starts to get into position. Then all of a sudden, by the power of a mighty God, boom, he is instantly supernaturally healed. Supernaturally healed. Instantly, boom, from a heart attack, heart failure, no strength, no ability, <laughs> no motion, to standing up, walking right up to me, being able to communicate with me, talk with me, telling everyone, leave the room right now. And we sat down and talked for a few hours after that moment. Taste and see. What moments have you tasted of a mighty God? Have you tasted, have you tasted the blessings of Yehovah in supernatural miracles. You know, Haley and I, one time we were driving to Cornwall and all I wanted was a Magnum ice lolly. That's all I was trying to get. Just a, a Magnum ice cream uh, in the UK, like a white chocolate dove bar type thing. I don't know if you have Magnums in, in other parts of the world. Anyway, I drive past all the, all the petrol stations, the big petrol stations, gas stations. I'm driving too fast. I miss them. We're on country roads or, you know, like, you know, small roads, not like freeways or motorways and eventually i see this place i pull in i stop i walk in they've got cobwebs all over their ice cream freezer and i, I said oh where's your ice creams oh no we haven't sold ice creams in 25 years <laughs> in this little country uh gas station petrol station i walk out and this uh van pulls in and this girl's shouting where's Trelisk hospital where's the hospital where's the hospital she's crying she's you know she's she's gone through it she's like where's the hospital my friend's got a broken foot and I've, i can't find the hospital she had just been at the doctor's the doctor says your foot is broken you can actually drive there faster in your car than getting an ambulance so just put your friend in the car it's only five minutes around the corner she gets her friend in the car. She drives 50 miles in the wrong direction from the hospital in a panic, in, in fear and a panic. Where's our, we're like, <laughs> Trelisk Hospital, you know where we are? You are in the wrong, you're going in the wrong direction. But listen, we believe in the power of a mighty God. 
can we lay hands on your friend's foot? Our friend's foot was like a balloon this big. This is how big our foot was, all swollen up on our ankle. And we laid hands on her. We started to pray in the spirit. We started to call on the name of Yahovah. We proclaimed, by his stripes you are healed. We speak a supernatural miracle. I had my hands on her heel. I had my hands on this big balloon like we all did, the, the, four, the four of us that were there. We, we just had our hands and we're praying. All of a sudden, I felt the, the movement of our bone, shaboom, in our foot bang and she screams i'm healed i'm healed i'm healed all of a sudden the joy of yahovah fills our life the glory of yahovah's presence is incredible she gets up she's dancing whoa i'm healed hallelujah look at what yahovah is doing she's just rejoicing that was a moment of tasting and seeing that yahovah is good that's the moment. 50 miles in the wrong direction. Talk about being sent. Ha! In the plan of Yahovah for your miracle. You might be thinking you're going on the, the wrong road. You might be in a whole panic. Let me tell you something. Yahovah, he cares for you. He is guiding you. He is directing you. And to you, it's the wrong way. But to him, it's the right way. So don't challenge Yahovah over the direction that he calls you to take. So what's that moment of tasting and seeing like? You know, you might be listening to me just sharing on the miraculous and thinking, wow, man, I'm feeling it right now. I'm tasting it right now. I'm tasting it. As we read the testimonies of Yeshua in the Gospels and we see the compassion, we see the love of Yeshua, the woman with the issue of blood, she spends all of her money trying to get her healing. She does everything that she knows how. She is crying out to God, I need healing. And then here's Yeshua walking and she gets this, this word, if I just touch the tzitzit of his garment... You know, I, I don't need to have audience with him. I'm not going to, you know, in in their uh, in in their religion, she couldn't. She's unclean. She's she's bleeding. She's unclean. She's not even meant to be there. So she wants to sneak up and just touch the hem of his garment, the tzitzit of his garment. If I just do that, I will be healed. That was a word from the spirit of Yahovah. And what happened when she touched that hem? Yeshua said, who touched me? <laughs> who touched you? Everyone's touching you. The crowd, look at the size of the crowd, the disciples said. No, 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 no. Someone touched me. Because virtue left me. There was, you know, I touched you. I'm healed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Son of David, have mercy on me. Said the blind man as he screamed out, Son of David? What, where did he get this son of David from, you know? Was he reading the scripture? Was he just listening to what people were saying? Could this be the son of David, the Messiah? All of a sudden he screams out, Son of David, what do you want? I want to see. And we see the miraculous power of the healing power of Yeshua and sight coming to the blind. I can see trees walking. <laughs> Taste and see. Have you ever experienced the miraculous in your life? Have you ever, you know, Mike and I, you know, when we're doing a Livingstone Torah outreach, we talked about the miraculous and praying for the sick on the streets. And Mike finds this guy with this big ball on the back of his neck and we're just praising and worshiping in this park area and a lake area in Tennessee. And he just feels to go up the hill. There's this guy just sitting there on his, on his chair and away from everybody. And Mike goes up and says, hey, how are you doing? Can I talk to you? Do you love Yeshua? And he's like, I'm just here having my Sabbath. It was Sabbath, Saturday morning. And we're just out ministering in the parks and just bringing Yeshua and here we are worshiping. He's like, wow, you're all worshiping here. It's a Saturday. It's not Sunday. It's a Saturday. You're all out down here worshiping. Yeah, we follow the Sabbath. He's like, yeah, I follow the Sabbath. My mom always taught me about the Sabbath. He had a horrific accident uh, working on the electrical poles where one of the big transform units, 
The pole snapped in the midst of a storm that we were trying to repair. It snapped, came down on top of him, and he broke his neck, uh, his back, ribs, all, all over the place. So many bricks. But he had this one part on his neck that was so bad. The electric company ended up getting rid of him, didn't pay him insurance, didn't give him another job. You know, I spent nearly a year mending. He'd been in pain for years and he couldn't move his neck properly. And Mike said to him, you know, do you mind if we pray for you? And he called for me and the two of us just laid hands on him and we prayed for him. And he was just a soft, gentle man, you know, in his late 50s, early 60s. And we just laid hands and prayed for him. He's like, wow, thank you. You could just see the tears welling up and... Then all of a sudden, here came the evidence of the miracle. All of a sudden, his pain, his headaches went, which he hadn't lived without for years. All of a sudden, he could turn and twist his neck. He's like, wow, I am healed. God is real. God's power is effective within my life. Taste and see. You've got a salvation story. There's a moment in time where you surrendered your life to Yahovah. When you tasted and saw. Are we tasting in his presence on a daily basis? Are we partaking from the table of Yahovah? Are we seeing that Yahovah is good? Are we taking refuge in him and seeing deliverance? Or are we trying to orchestrate all of the sequences of our lives? Father, we just, we come before you and we ask you, Father, to raise up our expectation to see the signs and wonders and miracles. Father, we want to speak financial blessings, supernatural blessings. You might be in lack right now and we activate the kingdom on your behalf and we release supernatural financial blessings over you. Why? Because Yahovah, God is my source. Is he your source? He knows what you need. He knows. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. You, you, you can moan all you like, but he knows. Taste and see that he is good. George Fuller in Bristol in the UK with his orphanage. He didn't know how he was going to feed all these kids. And, you know, I can't remember how many millions of pounds that he spent looking after orphans with no money, with no income. He would sit them all down at mealtime with no food in the kitchen and they would pray. And as they were praying, trucks would pull up at the back door of the kitchen full of food. By the time they finished the prayer, the trucks were open and all the food was distributed to the orphans. My God is able. He is able. Millions of pounds worth of food, worth of provision went through his ministry. Thank you, Father. Fear Yahovah, you his saints, for those who fear him lack nothing. So this is the time. Come on, you can deal with the fear factor in your life. If you feel like, you know, you're all, oh, I'm just always letting God down. I just I just give up. I, I'm, I'm, I'm too much fear. I, I don't really want to trust him fully. This is the moment. Come on, surrender. And say, I surrender all. I come to you, Yeshua, and I surrender all. Because if we will build our life from a kingdom perspective, we will see the manifestation of his glory. Well, it's all right for you. You all these testimonies you've got. I don't have these testimonies. Okay, well, you need to go through some tests. Well, it's all right for you having all these victories of the overcoming in the place of battle. That's not where I'm at. Okay, so what are you going to do? You've got to go through the battle. You've got to go through the testing to see the victory. We've got to go and take back what the enemy is stealing. And more than anything, he wants you partaking of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And in Matthew chapter 6, what did we leave, uh, read in the section where it talks about, Seek first the kingdom of Yahweh and his righteousness. Everything else will be added unto you. <laughs> you know, don't worry about your life. Don't run after the things the pagans run after. But let's be those who pursue a mighty God. 
So here we are. We're entering into the Sabbath. What a beautiful time. So now all the stress, all the worry, all the things that you didn't get completed this week, the very things you said, oh, I've got so much to do. How can I stop and rest when I'm so inundated with things to do? I've got this bid that's got to go out. I've got this thing that's got to be done. Are you going to honor Yehovah on the Sabbath and say, I'm going to stop my normal work and I'm going to come into your presence and receive from you? If you'll enter into his rest... The Father will make a way. And all the things you haven't finished, hand it over to him. Let him deal with it. Let him deal with it. What, you think he can do drawings? You think he can make phone calls? You think, let me tell you something. When you enter into the rest of Yehovah, you will see a whole new level of blessing in your life. So you might lose things that's in front of you right now. But once you get into the pattern and get into the lifestyle of what it truly means to walk in the rest of Yehovah, you will start to see that when you come to the end of the week, the things you haven't completed, I've got things I just say to the Father, Father, this is what I didn't complete. Thank you, Father, for the things I did complete this week. But these are the things I didn't complete. And Father, you know, these are urgent things that need to be taken care of. So as I'm coming into the Sabbath, I'm entering into your rest. That means I trust you with these things. You are the creator of the heavens and earth. You made me. I trust you that you will make a way. So I I cast my cares on you. I hand these things over to you. I say, Father, do it. Make a way. Make a way. And he will make a way. Wow. Thank you, Father. Come, my children, and listen to me. I will teach you the fear of Yehovah. Whoever of you loves life and desires to see many good days, keep your tongue and your lips from speaking lies. Look, this world is full of enough liars without believers getting caught up in the lies of Hasatan. Stop being deceived and allowing the lies of the enemy to overtake. And ask for discernment so when you see lies going on, that you'll have discernment. You won't just be uh, taken aback by these lying devils. (laughs) No. But we will turn from evil and do good and seek peace. The eyes of Yehovah are on the righteous and his ear is attentive to their cry. The face of Yehovah is against those who do evil to cut off the memory of them from the earth. The righteous cry out, And Yehovah hears them. He delivers them from all of their troubles. There it is again. Yehovah is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. A righteous man may have many troubles. A righteous man may have many troubles. So, you know, the next time someone says, you know, are you sure you're following your faith right? Why have you got all this trouble? If your God is truly real, what are you doing walking through troubles? A righteous man may have many troubles, but Yehovah delivers him from all of them. He protects all his bones. Not one of them will be broken. Here is the testimony of the crucifixion of Messiah. Not one of his bones will be broken. Evil will slay the wicked. The foe of the righteous will be, um, the foes of the righteous will be uh, condemned. Yehovah redeems his servants no one will be condemned who takes refuge in him come near to him and he will come near to you come near to him and he will come near to you so today come on let's taste and see over this shabbat over this rest i can't wait listen i'm telling my expectation is way up here I'm on fire. I'm waking up after my three hours or four hours sleep last night. I'm waking up and I'm on fire. I can't wait to see the miraculous hand of Yehovah on how he's going to tackle the next phase of our ministry, how he's going to tackle the next phase in our phase in our family. Praise the name of Yeshua. He is able. He is able. So come on, enter into his rest. Hope you've been blessed and encouraged with the word today. If you've been blessed and encouraged, just hit the thumbs up. And, uh, you know, if you're on Facebook, 
I encourage you to go on our Bulldozer Faith platform if you're on Facebook. Um, I'll just send you the link there for that. I'll just drop that in the feed. Um, the reason for being on that one on Facebook is you will get the alerts that will come up a lot easier um, than if you are on my normal page. I have moved over to MeWe. <laughs> MeWe. <laughs> Let me just grab a copy of the link. Copy the link. Here's the link. So feel free, if you're over at MeWe, come and join me there. I, I don't think we can do the live stream over there yet, but, uh, you know, I'm just trying to work out how we do things there. Um, but we are going to uh, look to do a lot more on the MeWe platform because there's so many people moving over there. So anyway, we're, we've got Daily Devotions on there, Bulldogs of Faith on there and my MeWe account. So if you are over there, I encourage you to get over to there um, because obviously it's not a censored platform as well. It's a better platform to work on. Hallelujah. So, Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your word. And we just say, Father, we need you. We just, we're never going to get to that place where we don't cry out how much we need you because we are not faking it till we make it you know you can fake being a christian but you can't fake the kingdom you fake the kingdom it will literally kill you you can't fake it because you're in the supernatural so father lead us into true kingdom life lead us into the place where your promises will manifest within our lives and father we love you we thank you for creation we thank you for yeshua we thank you for the bread and the wine at the center of our table. And even during this pandemic and many of us not able to fellowship with others. <sighs> thank you, Father, that we can fellowship with you by your spirit. So I pray, Father, this word falls on good soil that you will minister to us. And if you're sick right now, I just want to ask you to place your hands on the part of your body where you're sick. This is the day for your miracle. This is the day for your miracle. Father, we release your healing power right now over the sick. We say to the sick, be healed right now. By his stripes you are healed. I break the assignments of the enemy against your health. I say cancer, go. Cyst, dissolve. Tumors, shrivel up and die in Yeshua's name. If you need a financial miracle, a financial breakthrough, Father, we open up the floodgates of heaven, the windows of heaven. Let them be open over your people. May they prosper because we are all about getting back to the fruit. And Father, we ask for an abundance of fruit. We ask for provision for the vision. We ask, Father, that you activate us to be even more effective for your kingdom in this day. So, Father, we give you glory. And everyone said, Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Yeshua. Tomorrow, not tomorrow, on Sunday, we are going to be doing a Zoom call, 9.30 p.m. Israel time. So work that out in your time zone. Get on your phone and, and then find out what 9.30 p.m. is in your time zone. And that's a time where uh, we will send out by email the link. So if you're not on our email list, uh, it'll go out on our intercession group on Facebook. It'll be posted there. It's not public. Um, if you don't get our emails, I'm just going to send you the link. Hold on. Uh, copy link address there. Uh, this is, oh, that's the wrong link. Why did that come up? Hold on. It's the email alert. Copy link, okay. Uh, this alert here, if you if you click on that, join our mailing list and you will get the link to our Zoom call where you can join us. It's private. It's where you can communicate and share with the body of believers uh, in a private area. It's not public. And uh, every week we want to do that. Uh, obviously, the following week is going to be Thanksgiving. So we won't uh, do a Zoom call on Thanksgiving unless there's enough of you want to do it. If, if you want to do it, we'll do it. It's not Thanksgiving here in Israel but um, and also in the UK and Europe. So I tell you what, we're just going to do it anyway. If you're having Thanksgiving, 
you don't have to join us just enjoy your family and your time with your uh, family if you're on your own and you want to join us we're going to we're just going to do it 9 30 so 9 30 for the next few weeks on sunday evening israel time we're going to do that and uh we'll just enjoy being in the presence of Yehovah. If you if you've got testimonies you want to share, if you're being blessed through these devotional times, then uh, write to us and tell us what's happening. You can do that Kenny at bulldozerfaith.com. You see my email above. If you're blessed and you want to sow into the ministry, thank you so much for everyone who does give to the ministry. You know, it is very much appreciated, but right now we are really going through the ringer. You know, because a lot of people can't give right now. So, look, we trust the Father. He is our source. But if you feel called by Yehovah to pour into Bulldoze of Faith, this is a great time to give. You can do that. You see the link above. In fact, I just posted it instead of the uh, alert. It's it's Bulldoze of Faith forward slash give. And uh, if you give there, uh, your funds will go for the expansion of the gospel and the things we do as a ministry. Thanks for watching. Enjoy your Sabbath, and I will see you tomorrow. Shalom, shalom.